0: Hey everyone, before we start this week's episode, I just wanted to say a few words about Luton Shelton, uh, the former Sheffield United striker who sadly passed away yesterday. Um, we actually talked about Luton on uh, on the last episode and what was probably his, um, uh, his best moment in a Blades shirt, actually, where he scored a, a, a dramatic goal against Manchester City in the FA Cup. As I'm sure many of you know, and we mentioned it last week, uh, Luton was diagnosed with um, ALS, more commonly known as motor neuron disease in this country, in 2017 has been dealing with the effects of that ever since and very sadly passed away yesterday. News emerged. Um, Lewin was a Jamaican striker that we signed when we were in the Premier League. Uh, he made 25 appearances for Sheffield United, scoring four goals, of which that Man City goal was probably the most famous one, I think. Uh, he made 75 appearances for uh, Jamaica's men's national team, scoring 35 goals in the process. Uh, that still stands today as the record for the uh, the national team in Jamaica. Um, and, yeah, I just wanted to say, uh, you know, obviously really sad news coming out of Jamaica last night, particularly as we just talked about him on this podcast as well. So, just wanted to say rest in peace Luton all the best to uh, to his family and uh, yeah forever a blade. Hello and welcome to Blaze Pod. It is Sunday 24th of January, a bonus podcast to discuss yesterday's FA Cup win. My name is Ben and here on the line is Andrew. How are you doing, mate? I'm all right, mate. How are you? I'm good. Three wins out of four. Let's go. That's it, innit? it? I mean, this is incredible times. I
1: mean, I've just realised actually because last time we did a pod on a Sunday, we won that one. Ooh. So I'm, I think I'm right in the last three Saturdays we've played, won two. That's not bad, is it? That's for us? Fun- fantastic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which of these three teams get, that we've beaten gives, the, gives a harder game, do you think? Plymouth, Bristol Rovers and Newcastle.
1: I think Bristol Rovers, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I think so as I think, well. I
1: think Bristol Rovers, they looked like they could score when they went forward.
0: Yeah, whereas Newcastle
1: just had um, absolutely no idea. We'll come on to the Plymouth game actually. I
0: thought they were fairly. I mean, they're a league one
1: team. I'm not going to go in on them,
0: but I didn't think
1: they were very good to be honest.
0: Mm, indeed. Well, what what was so we're we're talking about a two one win over Plymouth Argyle yesterday in the uh, FA Cup fourth round, through to the fifth round where we play bleh, I can't speak play Bristol City <laughs> of the Championship. Um, what what was your main takeaway from yesterday's game then? I was frustrated because. I think if that last 20 minutes, probably if that goal doesn't
1: happen, that the, their goal, we're talking today, saying comfortable win, yeah, bit of confidence, controlled the game, dominated. Yeah, they had a couple of chances, but realistically, we looked like we could score
0: more if we stepped it up a bit.
1: And then those last 20 minutes happened, and you're like, this is just so frustrating. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a dominant win that suddenly became less dominant and uh, yeah, and, and annoying to be honest. Um, I think my my sort of. Main thing that I took out of it was was kind of just an illustration of why I think we'll be all right in the Championship. I mean, I know we're playing a League One opponent here, but ultimately, yeah, yeah. If, if you give us time on the ball, we can do a lot of good things with it. We saw that against Newcastle. Oh. Uh, we've yeah. certainly seen it in the two FA Cup games. I mean, I think there's no better example of that than, uh, than Norwood. If you contrast <laughs> his performance um, yeah. yesterday yeah. And, and against Newcastle, against the Spurs one, then um, it just goes to show, like... You know, give us that time on the ball. We can do a lot of good things with it, even though we are clearly lacking in confidence and and some ability in a lot of areas. And I know not, um, you know, not every Championship team will give us this amount of time. You know, there will no, be no, no. The Bristol City would be a good game actually, just to sort mm. of gauge what's going on. Really, yeah, absolutely. But um, you know, it's it is a step down from the Premier League. Yeah. Uh, you know, the level of athleticism will be less, the the fitness levels, the intelligence of, of when to press, that kind of thing. So, yeah, it was, that was, you know, I've kind of felt that with both FA Cup games, really. It was like, oh, this is fun. You know, look at us, we have time on the ball. And, you know, nobody's yeah. in Norwood's face as soon as he receives it and wow. he's able to pass it 40 yards forward and all this. And so that was enjoyable. But, um, yeah, it was uh, it was a game that should have been much more comfortable, I think. And some of our finishing was just... Just dreadful at times, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. the first half was uh, there was an element of farce about it with the um, a, yeah. a decision, which uh, we'll get on to. But first of all, there's just that thirty seconds of incompetence at both ends. Where <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you brought this up because I already
1: wrote a few notes down for this, and this is one of them. I think you messaged me and you actually phrased it as that <laughs> thirty seconds of incompetence.
0: Yeah, I, you know, just uh, really, really Plymouth's only chance. Of the half, and apart from the the goal, they ended up getting pretty much the only chance of the game. But yeah, a, you know, pretty simple move. They just get in so easily. Fleck doesn't track. Um, I think it's Kamara, and he really should yeah. score. His side foot over the bar. And yeah, yeah. even though we'd been completely on top for that whole period, I think that might honestly be the first time they got in our area all match that in the first start, to that point. It was pretty much the first time they got in our half, I think. Um and they yeah. he puts yeah. it over, so you know, that was uh, bad football all round. We go straight down the other end. Um a good cross comes in, it sort of gets turned back to Lundstrom, who just under no pressure at all, just drills it wide first time, and I'm I'm just sort of staring at my TV like, Why did you do that? <laughs> just have Why a touch did hammer it, yeah. yeah, have a touch, dribble it forward a little bit, place it in the corner like Ah, oh, just I—I I couldn't believe he didn't score from that, to be honest. And obviously, there's been a few of those yeah. this season. But yeah, I just sort of thought that was, that really does summers up this season in those thirty seconds—just cut open so easily at one end and, and got lucky not to concede. And then when we do create yeah. a great chance at the other end, we completely fluff it. Um, I think first twenty
1: minutes were fantastic, considering. I mean, say fantastic. Obviously, I'm taking into account the opposition, but hmm. you can't really ask for much more other than better finishing and a better final ball and stuff. I thought the. You know, we were all over them, weren't we, to be honest, in that first 20?
0: Yeah, it looked like a Premier League team against a League One two, yeah. which is is pretty yeah. much all you can ask for. I know, yeah. you know, you could get a bit snide and be like, well, that's your first team and that's the best you could do. You can only be, you know, mid-table Plymouth 2-1, that kind of it's, thing. But-
1: people keep saying this is,
0: this is your first team. But as you said last week, it's our first and
1: second team. <laughs> yeah. It- we've, we've no option. It's sort of... It's not our first team if you take into consideration uh, O'Connell's consideration, you know, out and, and Berger and even Osborne or someone like that. You know, it's not mm. uh, Moussa wherever he is. You know, and all these sorts of. I, I don't think you can say Sharp and Brewster are our main two strikers. So it's not really our first team. But I understand what people are saying. Yeah. And this is what's so frustrating because I thought they came back into it a little bit the last ten minutes of the first half, but. I think the beginning of the second half, we were in control again. I thought we were just like sort of like almost playing in second gear, just passing it around, missing chances, but you know, seemed in control. And as I said, if the match finishes at 70 minutes, I think we're sat here now saying, Yeah, we did, we
0: played all right, actually. Yeah, it felt like it was going to be the easiest win I've seen us have since I don't know, a, an early round of the FA Cup last year, I suppose. Like, certainly, yeah, in, yeah certainly in the last 12 months. But, uh, yeah, we, we conspired to make it more difficult than it needed to be. Um, let's let's talk about this handball, then, uh, which is just utterly baffling. And I, 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 it took me until the second half kicked off, I think, before I'd really processed what had happened. Um, so Ampadu goes on a, a good run forward. He cuts inside, has a yeah. shot from 20 yards. The guy throws his hands up in front of his face, blocks it away. In real time, I'm thinking... The way they've reacted, that does seem like it was handball. It's Lee Mason, yeah. the referee, and then a, a first replay comes up. Clearly, he, everything I just said is is what happened. It hits his hands are up above his face, hits him in the hand, ricochets away, and I I almost looked away at that point. I was like, oh, you know, we have VAR. This <laughs> is gonna fun. get this is gonna get corrected. And then <laughs> thirty seconds later, or it was a bit longer than that. In fact. It's like, yeah, no decision is no penalty. It's a corner. Oh,
1: no. I, I honestly, I mean, even now as you're talking about, I try. I, I said to you I thing. I think I messaged you saying it's obviously not in the same realms of annoyingness because of the game itself and stuff. But I think that's possibly the worst VAR decision we've ever been involved in because it is quite obviously a penalty. I mean, there's no even, there's no lines coming out. You say, well, you know, he's it, it, his boots a little bit this way over the line or whatever, or well, they
0: are the rules, but you know. This is just obviously quite clear. It's a save. <laughs> yeah, it's it's an astonishingly bad decision from... I mean, uh, you know, I, I think I, the reason I think I missed the... Um, you know, sort of looked away as I messaged you just, uh, you know, just saying Lee Mason is just dreadful. Like, as in, how did he not see that mm. in real time yeah. and, uh, and give it from that? But, yeah, the the VAR official decided that... Um, well, I don't know whether you noticed this. There was I don't think we were supposed to hear this, but we heard a yeah, little bit. Yeah, the green of zone thing. Green zone, yeah, a little bit of VAR... Um, communication coming through, yeah. which I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to hear. What is the green zone? It doesn't mean Plymouth playing green, so uh, do I mean, not give play, the It
1: sounds like they're playing Sonic in the, <laughs> green
0: zone in the, in the back. That's why <laughs> um, I didn't see it. Excellent. I believe the green zone refers to the upper part of the arm, which is uh, when it is not handball. So if I'm interpreting that correctly... They decided that the ball hit the defender in the upper part of the arm. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I've just just, just lost the words. You can see it plain as day. from
1: Initially, as you said, you're like, well, that is a pen straight away. The fact you've watched a replay of it, it's just astonishing. It's so bad. We've talked about this before with VAR and stuff, and we've said it's not the technology, it's the people. And that's a perfect example of it, I think.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know it it will be you know lost to the annals of history because we scored like five minutes later we won the game. It's an FA Cup fourth round game in an empty stadium, you know, against the league position. Yeah, exactly. But oh, that was that was atrocious. I think you're right. I think you know. At the end of this season, we will probably look back on that as like just the most inexplicable decision from referee and VAR. And well, that's do you remember the Warsaw game? We lost one 0 under Wilder. The, the season we went up, obviously Warsaw.
1: <laughs> uh, the home, home. game. Yeah, I, I and they, do, well. what I felt, anyway, being, being there, I've not seen a replay there, what seemed like two almost identical decisions, uh, sorry, uh, handballs to that, mm. uh, sort of diving to save it. I don't know if you remember these. Again, like you probably forgot about it because it didn't really matter in the end. We got 100 points. Mm. And even then, I was thinking, well, the referees oh, has he missed that, blah, blah. But now not only the referee missed it, but the guy's... Playing Sonic in the booth, have missed it as well. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, I don't like, I don't like talking about officiating decisions in great detail, but you can't let this one go by. It was just awful, absolutely embarrassing. Well, I and, think there
1: are lots of softbacks. It's not cost us at all. You know, like you said, we scored five minutes later, whatever it was. Hmm. We won the game, but I still, it's still annoying. <laughs> you can. You know, that that decision was made because it's just mental mad decision.
0: Yeah, it really was. Um but yes, fortunately a few minutes and I, I don't think I reacted to this goal with anything like the level of enjoyment I should do because I'd just been sat with this confused <laughs> my confused face basically <laughs> yeah, firmly in place for about five minutes. Um but yeah, this this was a good move from us. Um Ender yeah. Stevens Popping up on the right side of the penalty area and going on uh, one of his more successful dribbles of this game because he, uh, <laughs> he had sort of 20 seconds of insanity in the second half with, uh, with the yeah. ball at his feet. But um, yeah, he goes on a, a good dribble. Finds Fleck, who plays it on to Sharp. It's just good football all around, really. Some nice, um, nice one-touch stuff. And then uh, Sharp with a great cross to the back post. And Basham's arriving for his first goal since Basham's arriving.
1: Yeah, oh no, uh, yeah,
0: of course, because he kept saying 22 months or whatever, and I didn't realise yeah. it was the. Yeah, of course it was the Leeds game, yeah. Exactly that. Yeah, I know, I was trying to think if there was a more recent one, but he's come close a few times, hasn't he? I mean, the mm-hmm. I remember he missed a sitter against Arsenal in the quarter final, do you remember last oh, year? Oh, that cup game, yeah. Brilliant free kick from Norwood, I think it was, weren't it? He was about two yards out, and he was like, ah. Oh. Yeah, but uh, now he's, he's there at the back post, and. Uh, after all the chances we managed to miss in the first half, because we we barely at the target, did we? I can only think of a maybe the Brewster twenty yarder that uh, the keeper had to save yeah, in the first yeah. half. But he, uh, the one where Brewster
1: put, Brewster put wide, which he, I don't know if he should have done better with. But you know that were a good move. That I think that were closer than it may have seemed at first. But we were pulling him apart. I felt a, a bit, as you said, not possibly not creating
0: clear cut chances. Yeah, uh, but he he comes in at the far end, uh, far stick, and uh, powers a header in. Yeah, to talk about. I don't know if it's the... i watching this on uh, iPlayer. I don't know if it's just the picture quality or something, but Basham's hair looked very lustrous, which I commented <laughs> yeah. on to you several times. Like It looked like he dyed it black. Yeah. I don't know if it was just the uh, iPlayer feed or something, because when I watched the uh, highlights on YouTube earlier, it looked normal again, but it seemed like everyone had much darker, thicker hair. That was, uh, that's, that's the Why level of analysis. You not know, because <laughs> Maybe just sort of uh, I mean,
1: that's a good point. That they're getting haircuts these footballers, aren't they? I've just really, mm, just really yeah. just like sort of picked up on that. You
0: know, what yeah, I mean? still going to, like the red shaved and stuff like that. So yeah, I've seen uh, I've seen a few people comment on that. Maybe they're just really good at cutting their own hair.
1: <laughs> Possibly, yeah.
0: <laughs> you never know. Um, second half kicks off, and uh, within a couple of minutes, Sharp's made it two nil, and I uh, got to call out this pass from Norwood. I mean, talk about. Defense splitting, and and that's exactly what I mean. Where if he isn't being pressed with any level of intensity, he can do that kind of thing. And yeah, just a phenomenal through ball, good touch by Sharp, and uh, takes it round the keeper and uh, and slots it in. So goal and an assist for Sharp. Did you uh, did you see this uh, this tweet actually from Opta? Um, <laughs> this is just one of those fantastically convoluted stats i've got it i'll just read it to you uh billy sharp is the oldest player to score and assist a goal in an fa cup game for a premier league side since ryan Giggs against fulham in january 2013 like
1: what? i did see this and i read it about five times <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: What? <laughs> so wonderfully pointless i love that yeah. um but yeah a goal and assist for sharp and He's another one that uh, kind of. I mean, how many goals does Sharp score for a decent League One team this season, would you say? Oh, I, I
1: honestly saying it at the time. I, I texted a couple of people saying it. He still gets 20 30, don't they? Easily.
0: In League One, absolutely. I mean, just. There's that one in, in the second half where, um, yeah, we played a through ball to him and he, he not only out muscled a guy like twice his size, he outpaced him as well and ends up going on mm. goal and, and putting it over the bar. And. Um, I feel like we saw that... Uh, or maybe it was other points in this game, actually, but, yeah, he's another one that... The
1: one where he was slightly offside, really slightly offside, do you know when he sets you up for Fleck for the, what would have been 3-0. Yes, I do, yeah. Um... And, and that wasn't to do with him. Normally, he's offside because he knows that he can't keep up. He'd have outpaced the defender anyway for it to been an onside there. And I think... he. he, he you know we've criticised him on here and saying look we, we don't really want to be playing him that much in the Premier League and stuff like that because I think we've shown and, and, and look all the other strikers are not other than McGoldrick are not really doing much more. But you put him in, I don't know about Championship level. We'll obviously see you next season, but you've got to take your hat off to him, a 35 year old, and he's just an unbelievable lower league striker. And I don't mean that as a backhander compliment. I mean that in a there's not many better ever.
0: Yeah, certainly from like Championship down. I mean, I'm I'm really yeah. Sorry, make...
1: sorry. What I meant by lower league is Championship. Down. I don't mean like National League. I'm talking about outside the Premier League. He's going to go down as one of the best ever strikers outside the Premier League. I think.
0: Yeah, and uh, yeah, they are just certainly this game just gave me. I know it's only one game and it's against a League One team, but just gave me a little notice about next season. You know, in the Championship, I could I can see him chipping in with a few for sure if he. Uh, if he wants to keep yeah. playing, which I presume he will be, because he's in, uh, well, I'd say you know, physically he's probably, you know, no, no different to what he was maybe yeah. three years ago. That kind of thing. His so, fitness
1: is fantastic as well. Yeah, and I think um, he's still our best finisher. I think.
0: Yeah, exactly, and unfortunately, he's but playing...
1: I think to be honest, he's, he's one of the better finishers in England. I know that sounds like I'm going <laughs> over the top, but if you had sort of the pace or physicality of someone like Danny Ings or whatever, mm. he's, I think he's just as good a finisher.
0: Yeah, very much so. Uh, unfortunately, just playing in uh, quite an uncreative team at the moment. Yes. Um, Shall we talk, because uh, this is only going to be a quick podcast, should we talk about this This Plymouth goal? Mm. And just, I mean, I've so said it. Bad things. <laughs> Say it again.
1: So many bad things. So many bad things about this goal.
0: <laughs> I can't remember whether this was before or after Ender Stevens had gone on his little. Uh, I think it was after, actually. Steven's, um, it was it
1: was after, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: it dribbled into one blind alley and lost it and then <laughs> won it back immediately. I'm thinking, okay, fine, whatever. Dribbled into an even worse blind alley and lost it. But then the goal itself, Lundstrom just does a similar kind of thing and then plays a, I don't know, a slightly risky pass to Basham. At the same time, yeah. Basham's control is... <laughs> Amateur, to say the least. I laughed and- out loud his control after. After we'd one, not <laughs> the time,
1: because he just sort of he sort of controls it. Sort of hits him, and then he literally just stands there as if as if he were frozen, as if someone had like disconnected, sh- you know, like,
0: shot him or something. He was like, I can't move. <laughs> yeah. Tranquilizer dart in the neck. <laughs>
1: That's it.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then you know, Plymouth Plymouth guy takes it off him, gets squared for. Uh, it's Kamara actually scores, isn't it?
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: Yep. Yeah, I think that's right. Is it? I think yeah. so. Uh, he's, he pops up on the penalty spot and uh, hits a low shot at goal that uh, somehow went through Ramsdale. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and for- this is what annoyed me more than anything else. I think if they mm-hmm.
1: score a goal, a decent goal, a you know, 20 yard, that goes in, you think, oh, that's a fair play. Too I think there's so many things here that went wrong for us. It was a terrible goal to concede, but the fact it it's another mistake from Ramsdale, made it even more frustrating and more. Oh, why have we done that? Because now, before, you know what the talk's going to be after.
0: Yeah, indeed. Um, I guess it, it's kind of because I'd said like just, just. Play, I mean, because there's a bit of debate about who should play in goal for uh, for this yeah. game, but I just thought just just play Ramsdale. Like, you know, try and try and play him through this. I think apart from anything else, it, it probably. We probably don't have that much faith in our other goalkeeping options, to be honest. No, um, clearly not. <laughs> but then this is like the worst of all worlds in a way because he had absolutely yeah. nothing to do for most of the game, and then the one shot on target, really, that he has, it's it just sort of slips through his hands into the net, and you just, yeah, as you say, just it, it was just the worst case scenario for playing him in this game. I think he didn't he didn't get the opportunity to do anything that would kind of. You know, increase his confidence or settle his nerves or anything like that. And he had one one thing to deal with and it went in. And um, he did the he, bingo thing as well. He missed, you know, he dropped across in in the first half as well. He did, yeah. I, I I don't know what to do with him for the forthcoming game. I feel
1: so sorry for him because I'm not saying he's the best keeper in the world. He's certainly better than he's playing. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt he's a better goalkeeper than he's playing at the moment because at this moment in time, I'm not going to go on in him because all goalkeepers lose, and he's a young goalkeeper and stuff. And there's no point to me, there's no point to Rolls sitting here and going through all these falls. People know what they are, people can see what's happening. But at this point in time, he's, he's, he's playing, you know, like a, a lower league goalkeeper, when he clearly isn't, he's clearly better than the level he's playing at. I'm not writing him off as a keeper. Mm. But he's got to the stage now where I I, I think we're going to lose the next two anyway, Man United, Man City. I'd, I'd take him out of the firing line, I really would, just for his sake. We're not <clears> going to win the games. I don't think we're gonna, I don't think Fodringham or up beating goal against Man United is going to really change anything.
0: That's
1: and a good way. Of putting I don't know. I don't. I just don't know that. I just. I just got this horrible sort of. I can foresee a ball coming in in the first minute against Man United and Ramsdale dropping it to their player, and then again, even though we're going to lose that game once again, the fingers point in this game, like in particular, if that was a, a twenty-yard goal, which he had no chance of. No one's talking about Ramsdale, and he's going to wait. But the fact that we won the game, but you know, tw- it was were, it were trending on Twitter. It's not God. good. It's not good for him, and I, and it's. I I don't. I'm not going to knock him because it's must be unbelievably difficult. I know people say he's professional football and all this sort of stuff, but horrible position to be in when things like this are happening. I just think he's got to be taken out. Not not shot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just, um, yeah. Yes, he's be taken out of
0: the team. <laughs> Important clarification. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm,
1: be, right. That that website that always. Uh, <laughs> um, Sensationalise what we say it'll say Blaze Podcaster says Ramsdale should be shot
0: (laughs) (laughs) no we definitely don't say that Um, do you know I haven't really considered it uh, in that way in terms of like you know the next two games are kind of kind of a write off anyway aren't they But, but particularly from a well I don't know I mean I guess these are the games where you need your goalkeeper to put in a big performance but Ultimately, the odds of us winning them are so slight. Anyway, how much, yeah. how much of a difference is it going to make going from a um, an average Premier League keeper who's playing badly to a below-average Premier League keeper who we don't yeah. know is playing badly? And yeah, there's there's that whole thing about like, well, you know, you take a keeper out, then you lose a. Uh, you lose that sort of connection with the with the defence, you know, the communication and yeah, stuff. Don't have stuff, to but... worry about that. <laughs> no, no exactly, exactly my point. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right now I don't see that as a particular drop off. And yeah, may- maybe you're right. Maybe there's there's more harm than good that can come
1: from. I watch it. I mean, I didn't watch the game, but Kepper were back in the goal only for Chelsea today. Um, and obviously it, it really reminds me of that situation actually you were making that many mistakes where Lampard had no choice today but to yeah. drop him. I think we're getting to that stage of Ramsdale well, I've I Kef- not seen the game but... sorry it.
0: no no I was going to say I think
1: kepper's uh, yeah, made sorry, a
0: mistake
1: I, you, as well yeah this is what I'm about to say I, I've heard I've not seen it but I've just on Twitter someone said how bad is Kepper, and I presume he'd made a mistake so there's no I'm not, obviously in an ideal world you take him out he comes back in for the Bristol City game refreshed, you know, pulled a couple of saves, or had time to get his head together. Yeah, But it doesn't always work like that, as you know. As we've seen today, by the sounds of it, with Chelsea and and So I thought, I thought it's really difficult. And obviously people, the fact that he costs so much money, or at least, I mean, I think you said to me, he's, he's costing more and more every week. Isn't it? <laughs>
0: his, his value seems to go up,
1: yeah. Yeah, it's like more. 29 million for this goalkeeper. <laughs> uh, 30 million he costs. Dude. Now, but I think um, its it's got, the, I mean, the commentators were, Sort of, it, even I felt sorry for him even in the tunnel. He said Ramsdale looks nervous, and you're like, "All right, mate, chill out." Yeah,
0: slimy.
1: <laughs> and, and I think he's got to that stage, and I really do feel for him. Where I don't know how he turns it around, especially with the games coming up, because I think it, he could pull three or four amazing saves against Man City, and then let a goal in the. He, I don't know that he might not necessarily a mistake, but people can point the finger at again and say he should have saved it because. We are going to concede
0: in those games. I yeah. don't know. It's really difficult. You've uh, you've talked me into it. Give him a week off. Let him, uh, let him miss like these two. <laughs> <laughs> a week off. Uh, bring him back for the West Brom game. I mean, look, it's... You know, the season's over in the league, isn't it? It's That's just... It. Uh,
1: Let's give... I mean, I don't... Rate, I've, I've only seen Fodringham three or four times uh, ever. For Swindon, for us. Uh, I've never seen him play for Rangers. Not... Sold by, him by any stretch of the imagination. He proves me wrong and he has a couple of stormers if he does play. Yeah. Uh, not seen very at all. So I'm not going to be sitting here saying there was two. Better. But what is the point of having backup goalkeepers if your goalkeeper's playing this badly and you can't get in? Mm. The, the, you are literally wasting a wage. You know what I mean? It's I don't much. know. It's really, really, really difficult.
0: Yeah, should say uh, Simon Moore is not an option in the league because he's not um, <clears throat> he's not part of the the named Premier League squad. He could no. play in the cups, but um, yeah.
1: And that's if Simon Moore, you know, at this particular moment, Ramsdale's playing than Simon worse than Simon Moore. I think Ramsdale's a better goalkeeper than Simon Moore, and he'll prove to be a better goalkeeper than Simon Moore. And this is why I'm I'm sort of batting for him in the sense that I think he's playing worse than he actually is.
0: Mm. Yeah, no, I I, uh, I agree with that for sure. Um, so that you know that goal goes in, and it's just we just played like idiots for fifteen minutes. You know <laughs> the rest I, of the team. Like, I, I hated this, and yeah. I didn't know how much to read into the fact that Norwood went off, and suddenly we didn't have very much of the ball. Well, we yeah, we had less yeah. of the ball, I should say, and just looked. a much... strange
1: change, I felt. To be honest, you thought it was a strange change. I, I did, yeah, because we were in complete control, and Norwood hmm. were a massive part of that. I, Norwood had been booked, so it could be that. Because obviously I the player was, got past yeah. him, which is which is a worry for you know when we get our next year if he's still here. Um, but I was surprised that I mean even putting Jack Radball might have been better than putting Kimbra. Ampadu I thought were playing decent in that in that position. To be fair, I'm not sure if there were any real need to put him into midfield. But I'm saying this behind, so you know it looked yeah. like the game of one didn't it? I
0: actually thought um, I thought it was Ampadu that had come off for Brian because I thought you know he's one of our few available yeah. defenders for the next game um, yeah. but no it was uh it was indeed you, you mentioned him there actually but uh yeah a, a full nine subs on the bench for the i think for the first time i'm not sure we've done that mm. so far uh, and jack rodwell finally among them he's appeared out of nowhere but yeah. uh, still no jackie long throw he's he's still absent without leave no idea where he is um I think another another reason I was annoyed at that goal actually is um, had Ilumin and Die from the uh, under twenty threes on the bench. Yeah, and you know if that's two nil going into the eightieth minute, I think he probably gets on and gets an appearance. And I was I was yeah. all up for that. He's he's been doing good things in the under twenty threes by um, by all accounts. But obviously, it becomes two one. The game gets much more panicky. They they only really had that one opportunity. I think where the um, uh, there was a bit of head tennis and the guy sort of volleyed it wide on the angle. Yeah. But, yeah, just, uh, you know, we didn't want extra time, did we? We wanted to make oh, sure we were
1: not To be honest, like you say, they didn't really create anything. I was surprised at the view from after how happy they were because if I were Plymouth fans i would be thinking, we, you showed in those last 20 minutes how shaky we are. I thought they, they could have done a bit more. I know it's a league one against Premier League. At the same time, I we're also not shocked, but I think some of our fans have been a little bit harsh from what I've seen. I don't know what you've seen on the internet and stuff, but... Mm. I understand it completely, that frustration, because I came out of that game exactly the same, thinking, why did we do that? Why, Why? Hmm. you know, we were so in control. That like, gives you confidence? And I've come out with a win thinking, you know. But I do think people have sort of took that last 20 minutes to be the old I thought we dominated, to be honest, the entire game up until that last 20 minute.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, you know, we don't make those three mistakes for that goal. I think it just... Uh... Yeah, probably plays out as two nil or three nil or something like that. You know, Burke comes on and goes, uh, yeah. goes close with a good save, that kind of thing. Um, we should have been four
1: 0 up at that stage. I and mean, You could argue they should have had one. They missed a sitter as well, but I yeah. think a realistic score would have been about four one towards that game.
0: Yeah, certainly, uh, certainly the right team won, which obviously you'd expect um, with the, yeah. the thirty five places I think between us. Um, yeah, you mentioned it there actually. I was. I thought Plymouth made it easier for us than I was expecting. To be honest, big I yeah, big time. I was not only the the space that we had on the ball, but I was really happy with them playing out from the back. I thought, mm-hmm. you know, we, we're not uh, we're not an amazing pressing team this season. We were very good no. last season, but I was like, I'll have that all day. What I don't want is you. You know, trying to turn our defense, forcing you know corners, throw-ins near our box, any of this kind of thing, any opportunity where you're going to be able to cross it in, and you know we've seen how shaky our defense has been and our goalkeeper's been. So I I I didn't think it was a very Who, who was who the the the, pun, the, the co-commentator? Because I didn't really agree with anything she said. Anything. Uh, uh, she said Rachel Rachel Brown Finnis, I think she's a. Oh,
1: she used to be a goalkeeper.
0: Yeah, I think. uh, ah, I I think England goalkeeper. Spotting about Ramsdale and a...
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or else you were because she kept saying you've got to applaud him playing out, and I'm like no. Mm. It, as hard as you high and as hard as you can to our defence, and we will struggle. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I yeah. think you've got the tactics completely. It's, it's one. Th- I've never liked this sort of. You've got to applaud them playing the right way. There is no right way, is there? You know, it's if you you try and win a game, and no one wants to play like you know Kevin Blackwell football or anything mm. like that. But in a game like that, when you're up against a team who are clearly better than you in terms of talent, I don't think you should be playing out of the back
0: and doing nothing with it, really. I thought that was the wrong way to play against us, this team. Yeah. Um, you put us and, under
1: pressure. We'd have, when you showed them the last 20 minutes, we'd have been shaking.
0: Yeah, I was uh, I was very, very happy every time their goalkeeper rolled it out to their central defender and then, you know, it went wide and we closed it down, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I've got to stop saying that kind of thing. Sorry, it's, it's, it's a verbal tick. Give, give me a, I don't know, start writing down how many times I say it and then I can <laughs> slap myself around, please. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I need a, I need a new phrase to end a sentence where I'm not totally convinced in what I just said um, I think final thing I wanted to mention um, Brewster's performance uh, mm. I thought it's was good, should have scored, I think he is if, if, I feel like he's sort of snatching his chances a little bit you now did, the... really. that one in the second half where he just sort of fell over <laughs> and you think that's not
1: happening to a player who scored a goal this season <laughs>
0: Yeah, that was uh, yeah. You could almost you could almost see his like brain freeze, couldn't you? It's like, what do I do now? And uh, yeah, I thought the ones where he had to, uh, the ones where he had to act quite quickly. So there was, um, I mean, he he missed that one in the first half, which he probably should have buried, to be honest. The uh, the cutback from Fleck, but the one in the second half, which was either from Fleck or Stevens, where he like uh, arrived late and volleyed it at goal, like. Te- technically pretty sound to be honest. It was I know it was like quite close to the keeper and stuff, but yeah, a couple of them where you just thought like don't worry. Just just chill. Like I hope I hope we're, you know, hammering this into these younger players. Like, just treat the rest of this season as experience. Like don't yeah. don't worry if you miss chances. Like it can't get worse than it is now. I mean look we went twenty one games without winning for goodness sake. Like just just relax. Treat this as experience and you know, try and enjoy it. I know losing isn't fun, but is yeah, the game yeah, we won? yeah, Like yeah, so I don't know. I, I... The,
1: the Plymouth fans were really upset with the co commentator in this as well. I didn't use him in the view because it was a bit boring overall. But mm-hmm. they were. I mean, I do agree with them Actually, I don't know if you if you were just praising Brewster for the full night. we were almost like that's the one player I've heard of. I'm going to praise <laughs> him. <laughs> he was like, he were fantastic. Then when he went off the pitch, he said something like, "If the crowd were here, he'd be getting a standing ovation." And I was yeah. like. We're all all right. Yeah, I won't, <laughs> I won't go that far.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of just wanted to pick him out. as uh, We haven't seen that much of him, have we? It no. no. It it's the right that
1: thing that he played as well. I'm glad he played. We're going to need Burke against Man United, obviously, and did so. Mm. So, uh, it's the right thing you played. And the more games, the better. I think it just say something, though, not necessarily about Brewster, but how good Billy Sharp is. That I thought Billy Sharp was probably the best player on the park.
0: Yeah, I think that is uh, I think that is a fair shout. Um, oh, what else was I going to say about Brewster? Mm. Not sure. to come out of uh, sell him. My, sell him, Yeah, <laughs> oh, that, that was it. Yeah, um, that was that was all I wanted from yesterday. Really, was uh, a win and Bruce. Once I saw Bruce was starting, uh, get yeah. me get me a goal from him. So not not quite the uh, the whole the whole package there. But we did get the win. We through to the next round. And uh, you know, frustrating as the last sort of 15 minutes was, I mean, I can't, um, I can't complain too much about a win this season. Given how, uh, how sparse they have been, um, and it's
1: pretty exciting now. I think obviously Bristol next. It's that Bristol City next. That'll be a. Really tough game because I think they're just in and around the playoffs, aren't they? they're always top ten at least, aren't they? In the mm. championship, we've got an awful record against them since has been manager as well. And know Lee yeah. Johnson's not there now. But I think that'll be a good test for us. But you know, we'll we'll we'll, we'll go in as favourites despite
0: our league form. And then you're in the quarterfinals. Yeah, I was just thinking about their um, their record against us. Actually, I believe we've only won once and that was a meaningless end of se- like last game of the season yeah. wasn't it
1: when leon Clark scored a screamer from about
0: 30 yards he did yeah and uh, i think kieran freeman pops up with like an nice volley yeah, as Billy well yeah the sharp yeah yeah but uh certainly at the lane they beat us 3-2 like out of nowhere in the uh, promotion season yeah. and uh, yeah. the year before was that ridiculous 2-1 defeat where uh we absolutely <sighs> hammered him. Do you know when that game
1: comes up? Because it's often on Sky's Greatest Games for some reason. <laughs> and I always watch it and I'm always angry at the end of it. <laughs> Even though we were, like, we've obviously surpassed them and we've gone up and we finished above them that season, I think. Yeah. Still. Like I remember coming away from that being proper marder to be honest. <laughs> and the view from after were all there, they were so cocky, like well, we showed our experience and we showed steel. Like they no, didn't. We hit the post four times. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, his, uh, Fleck made a bad tackle then, and then uh, yeah. a- Aiden Flint, our nemesis, um, no. scored in the. <laughs> yeah.
1: Is he a Wednesday actually? It's a Wednesday, injured, Is a Wednesday? Just as as a lot of their players, are. someone <laughs> got Manchester Wednesday by the way. I, I, I forgot about this. They were amazing. Yeah, said, same. Yeah, they goes Someone
0: got a manager. I am like
1: know oh, you haven't have you? <laughs> 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 forgot
0: about that, yeah. Bizarre. Well, I, I, yeah, like you, I'd sort of stop paying attention, and it's just like, oh yeah, why? I mean, when did when did Monk leave? it's, it's almost at the stage where I'm. I can't, no, Pure yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember who their last manager was. They've <laughs> had 2 I can't remember who their last manager was. That's how long ago it was. Think it must have been near a month now that
1: they've not had a manager. They've had two games postponed because yeah, of COVID. Yeah, yeah. Uh, FA Cup today. You'd The know, January transfer window's nearly closed and mm. they've not got a manager. So, yeah. But, yeah, anyway, digressing. But I just, just stuck with the league as yeah, someone might got a manager. I've went, what? I forgot, about that. I saw yesterday. Actually, Roy Keane's the favourite. Oh, that, I, I'm on board for that. I <laughs> love that for that, two that... reasons. It's Radio Sheffield reporters having to interview Roy Keane. <laughs> 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 It'll be hilarious. <laughs> and Chanceri and Roy Keane and how long that lasts for? A matter of days. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's been quite a dull FA Cup so far, hasn't it? This round, yes. I, I think every single result. I mean, I'm just looking now. Brentford are drawing with Leicester. Um, with yeah. 40 minutes to go. But, yeah, there's, there's not been a single surprise, I don't think. Charlton nearly did yesterday. Obviously, they did really well yesterday, didn't they, Chandler? Yeah. So, uh, most of the heavy hitters are, are still in there. I mean, mm. even Southampton beating Arsenal, that's not really a shock, is it? I don't no, know. no, no, no. Um, uh, my, my, uh, Gary Medin scored yesterday, didn't he, as well? What a player. Uh, obviously, um, obviously,
1: lost. But, he, uh, someone put, um, he scored. He's, uh, the, he's joint second with Billy Sharp out of all our players who scored more against Premier League opposition this year. I've misphrased that massively, but you get what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see what you mean, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so maybe Wednesday will be the uh, the upset of the round later on. Um, I don't think
1: they've got the proper team, but then they've got Tottenham or Wickham next, so
0: yeah. Yeah, fair do's. Uh Right, well, we'll finish there, mate, because it's just uh, intended to be a, a quick one this mm. week, because uh, we've got Man U on Wednesday to uh, look forward to. <laughs> which I'm not looking forward to. I think that's... Uh, yeah, that's... That, just that's, been
1: texted. actually. It's on BT, which I didn't realise, so I might uh, pretend that I can't get a stream. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck it nah, I don't know I mate. Uh, yeah, nah, but, yeah I'm, I'm dreading it. I'm dreading that, and I'm dreading Man City. I, because as much as I've given up on the season, and we all have I think you still don't want to get you see your team get absolutely humiliated, which is a very, very real possibility, I think.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm dreading these games. I'm just like let's just get it over and done with. And then, yeah, the the rest of the season doesn't look too bad, does it? In terms of like, oh, you know, we could get something out of that one, potentially. I know we've not done that in almost every game this season, but you never know, do you? But uh, yeah, the next, uh, uh, i just, next... I've got
1: the BBC website, actually. Um, and the, but the headline I've got for some is relive Watford's win over Stoke, which sounds unbelievably boring. But I'd rather <laughs> watch that all night, I think, than watch United against Manu on Wednesday. But
0: <laughs> oh dear! Well, we can guarantee that. Uh... Well, actually, to be fair, maybe the Jaggy elka thing. Maybe it means that Manu will only score three. You know, we keep saying they always score yeah. three, but maybe they'll uh, maybe they'll cap it at three. Something which... that struck me actually was uh, Jagielka because you, you said
1: about you, you got it wrong that he played. Uh, he'd only played against Man United. He played against Southampton as well, didn't he? Yeah. You also that's... conceded a three in that match.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I might have said that, yeah. Did so... you say that?
1: Sorry. I, I must have heard that off you. Well, that.
0: I can't remember. Stole, plagiarise your, your, your take. <laughs> I, I, might, I might not have said it. You, you're welcome to it. But uh, <laughs> would you would you take three? <laughs> yeah. And that sounds awful, but
1: yeah, I would. It does. I'd take yeah. a three now. I think that'll be just comfortable defeat. <laughs> nice. Nice solid defeat move
0: on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you? Would you take three 0 I probably would to be honest. I mean it's, it's insane. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, it's the team in the team in twentieth going up against the team in first, isn't it? I believe they're still top of the league, you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, three 0 defeat's pretty uh, pretty par for the course and that kind of thing. So yeah, just uh, just don't get embarrassed. To be honest, like I know I remember. <laughs> do you know what's funny? I, do you remember how angry we were after our three 0 defeat at Old Trafford last season? Yes,
1: yeah, and now that was the top performance this season. But do you know what? We had a shot. Uh, <laughs>
0: we
1: had a <laughs> bit burn, eh? Yeah, a no? Yeah, now
0: yeah, things change. <laughs> yeah, they do indeed. But uh, we the, we march on in the FA Cup, um, and yeah, I think it's the tenth of February, the weekend of. 10th of February. So is that
1: before the West Brom game
0: then? No, after that I think um, I think there might be another league game as well. I feel like we might play Chelsea before uh, before then. I'll just bring it up very quickly oh, no. as we talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we play. Mm. Excuse me, <clears throat> we play Manu Wednesday, then City the the Saturday following, uh, and then West Brom on the Tuesday, Chelsea on the Saturday, and then uh, the next. Oh, this must be midweek, actually. Oh, it oh, no. is midweek.
1: Of course it is, because uh, the, if you remember last season, the Reading game was midweek. They started doing the fifth round midweek. Because I went to the Reading match away, and they, they said then, this was before the pandemic, actually, that it was the, the dying embers before everything were normal, actually. Yeah. Um, and they were saying that, yeah, from now on, they're going to do midweek games uh, to for fixture congestion. So
0: Yeah. Just get through these two Manchester teams and we're sorted, mate. West Brom, that's a win. Chelsea are rubbish, that's a win. Get Lampard <laughs> sacked. West Ham, we should have beaten them at home, possibly. Fulham, we should have beaten them at home. Liverpool, they never score these days. So. We've got we've got more points than Liverpool this year. We've got more wins than Liverpool, certainly, yeah. yeah. I'm just looking at... Just give me one second
1: before we... I was looking at Chelsea's fixtures, uh, they've got Wolves and then Burnley before they play us. Oh, and then Tottenham. Could lose all three of those. Uh and then, you know, we get one pod the site member, who knows? Or
0: start his winning runoff. <laughs> yeah. The the Frank Frank Lampod pun is is just sitting there waiting it's for you. Sitting it. there waiting. I've be... like, might used that a few times already, I think. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: Nice. All right, mate, we'll we'll uh we'll wrap up there, I think. And uh yeah, we'll be back probably Thursday, I reckon. We'll talk about the Man U game. We've got another another memorable match as well to uh to go through. Looking forward to that. So, um, yeah, pleasure as always, mate. Thanks for coming on. I'll uh, catch up with you later in the week.
1: Yeah, cheers, mate. Thank you.